Hello. Good morning Hi. to you. Top of the morning <laughs> to you, sir. Yeah, very top. Are you are you good? I'm always good. Are you kidding? <laughs> Actually the scripture says there's none good, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, none good but one. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Yeah. yeah. No, we we'll live with uh, I'm I'm doing good because I'm good in him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. That'll fix yeah. it. Got to spin on it. Got to spin on it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, good stuff. Well, it's been uh, it's been a few weeks, so um, I'm looking forward to this. Um, yeah, it's been a hard day's night, and I've been working been, like a dog. I've been like a dog, and ooh, we got to write a song. Yeah, I'm telling you, it I, does, I, like yeah, this we, tune. <laughs> we'd make a fortune yeah i'm telling you yeah we could become famous <laughs> gotta grow my hair out a little bit yeah yeah uh, yeah 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 is that what you said <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> oh gosh <clears throat> it's well, been a while yeah it has you and i talked a couple days ago but uh yeah, it's been it has been a it's been a while and like not um, not everything uh, came together because like um, yeah anyway a lot of stuff going on. I had somebody come over for a weekend um, two weeks ago, I think two weeks ago, and right. uh, they spent the weekend with me, which was great. And well, not just with me, with the whole family, but we got to spend some time together chatting about stuff of the kingdom and and. Uh, so that was that was good, you know. It was interesting, some good questions and some challenges, and so it's always good to spend time with people. I love doing that, you know. Right. Well, as you and I were talking about the other day, that's that's really what we're supposed to be doing anyway. And for some reason, for some reason, we keep thinking about, or I do. I'll, I'll put it back in my responsibility cool. here. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I keep thinking about, well, we, we've got to have a meeting or we've got to get together with a group or we've got to do this or we've got to. And it's always something bigger than starting with the one or the two and being faithful yeah. with that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I don't know why we do that. I don't know why we I guess because of that model that we've always had. Yeah, it's kind of default, you see. You know, I was I was thinking about that, and I, th I think I wrote that in the in uh, about that in the um, in the Facebook group on a post as well as like, um, well, I don't know if I covered that, but we kind of like we we resort to default. So as soon as things get difficult, um, or we feel like we're not popular, or we feel like we could lose, um, we kind of go back to default, which is comfortable. You know, something that we we know and and uh, and we you know we we so used to our witnessing style is to give people scripture or invite them to our church meeting or right you know bible study meeting anywhere where we think um somebody else actually can make a bigger impact than we can you know but we don't understand relationship you know of living out a relationship in our world with, with those individual ones and twos, you know? Right. Right. Well, we forget about the fact that, um, and I, 
I don't know whether I mentioned it to you or somebody else, but in Ezekiel, it talks about the bones coming together. Yeah, you mentioned it to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't talk about that one individual bone becoming the part of a body right away. Yeah. Um, when Ezekiel, when it talks about it in Ezekiel, they're, they're complaining at the very end of the chapter, uh, actually. And it's saying, why are we cut off from all of our parts? Why are we dead? Why are we... Why are we having this problem? You know, here we are lying in our graves. And he says, I'm going to cause you to come up out of your graves. and I'm going to set you uh, where you fit, you know, each bone to each is bone. But yes. the, the whole idea was, is knitted and compacted yeah. together, like it says in Colossians, by that which every joint supplies. Yes. It's not the bone that supplies. It's the joint. It's yeah. the two bones coming together. I know, I know we've hammered this out you and i have and we've even said some different posts about it and stuff like that but for some reason <clears throat> for some reason like you said we 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 get this content out here we get this we get this information out here and most of the time i still get the same questions back with how do i start this yes how do i start the ministry how do i how do I keep my ministry going? It seems like people are falling away or whatever. Well, <laughs> you, we're going, we're still thinking, we're still thinking that old way. We're still thinking of trying to have a group or have a meeting or do a church, do church. Yeah. yeah. Instead of, instead of doing what, doing who you are in a relationship with other people so that you can give them life. The last Adam was a life-giving spirit, not mm. a, not a meeting manager. Well, and that's it. You know, I mean, God didn't give Adam meetings or, or no, heaven forbid we did. He didn't, he didn't give him prayer meetings or intercessors. He didn't even give him a worship team. You know, he right. just met with God in the cool of the day and, and begin to ah, match the first meeting. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, even the first meeting was was walking with God and talking with him, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah. And that's um, the I, that's the identity of a meeting right there. Right there. Exactly right. Uh, yeah, And it's it's like foreign to us. You know, it's like people. I mean, we've approached people and going like and so we just do it naturally now, you know, and people gravitate. I mean, Michelle was talking to me the other night and well, last night and, and we were just talking about this and. And I was going like, you know, the same thing is like, okay, so if we got to model this, and she goes, but you are modeling it, you know, is like, I, right, so, right. But um, you know, it's like we're not having. We're thinking a, bigger. Yeah, we're not thinking. Um, we're not having a meeting because yeah, but you meeting people, you know, it's just like right, people, right. They they want to be around us. You know, I met this one guy, and he, he just really. I mean, uh, yeah, I met this guy, and uh, he, I think I mentioned this already, but you know, they invited me over to to a like a do at um, uh, like a, a winery, but at the winery's got like this big garden, and everybody sits around, and they got live music and whatever, and so they invited me to come along to that with them, you know, to meet with them there. So I met with them, and they had some friends there. I just sat and greeted everybody, and we chatted around. And then everybody left and it was just the couple left behind, you know, and I met them on a signing and they kind of like stayed in touch with me. You know, they just kept following up and, and you know, and um, anyway, the guy's sitting there and he just starts, um, he, tears start rolling down his eyes <laughs> and he goes, you know, 
I knew when I met you that um, you're going to be an influential person in my life. He said, I don't have many friends. In fact, I've got very few. He said, but I knew you are, are a friend in my life. And, uh, you know, that that was like, I was blown away. And I just sat there and I was like, I did nothing. I mean, I, I was doing business. I was signing them on a loan, you know, but um, uh, just the follow-up and just because it, the way I interacted with them and focused on how important they are and, and whatever else and stayed in touch with them and encouraged them. And, and uh, you know, it's like, they know we're near, you know, going to church or even getting saved, but they are right. open to the relationship. And so now, you know, I, I message them uh, every now and again, how are you guys doing? And they're like, how are you? How's Michelle? How's the family? <laughs> and it's just like, you know, it's incredible. And, and you know, I know for, you don't have to try and make it happen. It just it begins to flow, you know? Yeah. And then. We have a number uh, of. You're rooms. bringing a tear to my eye, Sean. It, my little <laughs> Shawnee is having friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually got friends. <laughs> but, it's, but but you know that's the thing, Steve. We don't realize, you know. Now, if I go in there and I go, "Hey, you guys need to come to my church," you know, or right, right, meet my pastor, or hey, let me. And you know, we sat that night around the the you know in the garden. I was freezing. I had no. It was the temperature dropped quite a bit. I had no top, uh, you know, warm top. So pull on. No top. So, yeah, yeah, you know, like a like a jersey top. Oh, um, I thought you meant you went topless that day. Yeah, well, I could do that too. I mean, you know, just like no, <laughs> it was cold. <laughs> but I'm sitting there. I'm shivering, you know. But I thought I'm not going to give this up right now. Right, you know? right, they right. They started talking about. Um, one of their children and parenting and stuff like that. And you know, I could have jumped in there with, you know, well, the Bible says this and the Bible says right. that. And, but I just sat there and I gave them the wisdom of the Bible without right. without right. quoting scripture, you know. Without were, the addresses. Yeah. And I mean, they, they sit in there going, you know, that is so real, man. Yes, thank you. Yeah, man, that is so real. They kept saying that, you know, it's just like, absolutely. We I see that, right. you know. And I said, look, it's not like, you know, you have all the solutions straight away. I said, but, you know, when you put in these truths and these principles and you keep living right. them out, it begins to work. Said, thank you so much for your time. And thank you. And that was the evening, you know, the whole that, you know, and right. And that's just one of many kind of situations that we have. And, you know, and like this young guy. I mean, I've known him since he was a, like a little boy playing t-ball with my with my kids, you know, and um, and he used to come and sleep over by our house, and our home has had such had an impact on him, and he was just going said to me like the weekend, he said, um, you know, you guys have had such an impact on my life. He said because I, you know, I. I didn't grow up in a Christian home or anything like that. He said, but I saw you guys. And because of that, you know, I, I've given my life to Christ and I'm serving him with really heart. And, 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 you know, that's incredible. Now he's like, he, oh, drove, yeah. he drove all the way up from, from Washington, um, took out time to come and spend with us here. And, you know, he calls me and speaks to me and it's just like, really, um, it's special, you know, it's, it's not because I'm, trying to recruit anybody it's just because you know right i'm open to the relationship you know it's just like right um yeah so i, I think we 
we kind of want to resort back to what's easy and right and, but it you know it, it look it's taken me 20 years to shift my paradigm so um, oh man yeah and we expect everybody else to shift it after just sitting down and talking for a couple minutes yeah around the fire and now everybody's got it you know it doesn't happen you know so <clears throat> no uh, it takes a long time to uh, yeah. and and that's the that's the work of that prophetic that is Jesus Christ, you yeah. know, when it, when it talks about that foundational person, the, the, the prophet by Jesus Christ, not a prophetic, uh, by the Holy spirit, but I'm talking about somebody who actually works as a prophet through Jesus yeah. Christ or by Jesus Christ. Uh, it, you look at Jeremiah one ten where he, he comes in and roots out, plucks up, tears down and destroys and then builds and plants. But it takes a long time to, root out a lot of the old paradigms, a lot of the old systems, a lot of the old ways of looking at things and living before you're able to build and plant or even lay a new foundation. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing is like, um, you know, somebody said that the, the hardest part of a, a, a rocket going into space the toughest part of the journey is leaving Earth, you know, is breaking away. That's from true. Gravity, you know, and so that initial break is hard. It takes a tremendous amount of thrust um, to to break out of the, the, the hold of gravity. Once it's into space, it just needs a little burst every now and again. And it's traveling, you know, at a thousand, two thousand, whatever. I don't know how many thousands of right. miles per hour, you know. Um, so and it's the same with a paradigm. It's the same with with our mindsets and, and you know, the, the traditions, regulations, the rules, the laws, the expectations, hmm. the, uh, you know, all these things that are that have kind of. Fashioned. So once you break free of the pull of the world and the world yeah. system. Yeah. And well, that, and that's really what it is. It's like, yeah, the whole church meeting mindedness is like, it's all a, a worldly system and you've got to break away from it. You know, one of the things that, um, uh, I don't know how, well, let me put it this way. <laughs> We're, uh, struggling with some things at one point in time this was several years back we don't now she thinks i still have a heavenly body so i've got her <laughs> fooled a little bit but um um she we got we were at a point where i was very legalistic about a lot of things okay and mm -hmm. um the letter of the law kills yeah so yeah. i was basically killing my family not killing yeah. me softly with his song but I was killing, you know, I was killing them with just words. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I remember her saying this very vividly still, almost like it was yesterday. In fact, it might have been yesterday. Um, <laughs> I don't need a preacher or a minister. Mm. A yeah. husband. Yeah. And I don't need somebody to preach to me. I don't need the scripture. Yes. I need, I'm struggling. Uh, and I don't know quite how she said it right now, but basically the, the, the message I got in my heart was I'm struggling for life here. I'm yes. trying to get a breath air, yeah. and I can't get a breath. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it was almost like somebody drowning and, and they couldn't get a good deep breath of air. They were, you know, they were going under. And so um, the the thing that I began to do at that point was not to give scripture like you were saying with this young man. I wasn't giving scripture anymore as far as, well, it says, you know, and therefore you must. Uh, yeah. It was it was more the life of the spirit, the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus. You give the spirit of it, the life of the scripture, the life of what he's saying, as opposed to the exact quotation. Yeah. And in that, we begin to have a relationship again. Yes. And um, because really I had forgotten how to have one. Yeah. Because I was giving... I was giving um, directions, ordinances, um, law, <clears throat> and expecting it to be followed. Yeah, well, that's it. You, you, you know, when, when you when you get religious and legalistic, of course, that's the the outcome of religion is legalism. Right, right, uh, right. You know, it's like it, there's only black and white. There's no, there's no journey in between you know is kind of like it's either this or it's that and right you know, the rest gets punished um so it's right just, and but we forget that between you know one event to another there's a journey um right and yeah been there done that um same influence i think we had so, yeah uh, and the main know, thing so, is just to, to begin to with people around you, because like here, I've got, I've got several neighbors. Um, one of them on one side is, uh, works for a Christian, um, university. He's a coach there. Uh, the other side, the lady is, is not even interested, <laughs> you know, in anything having to do with Christian. Yeah. 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 But yet we, we are, be, we're beginning to have a relationship. You know, we have, we have a semblance of one. And um, I, I noticed that as a person, as you give them life, they're going to gravitate to life, just like a moth yeah. to a flame. It's right, not a right. matter of you're trying to get, attract them or no. trying to seduce them with it. You yeah. just, you are a life-giving spirit. Yes. And you've been sent to whether they're born percent that they might have life because because god's purpose is that all be set free that all come to the knowledge of the truth so yes. um so you just give them that life and and wherever you have that entrance you give a little bit more of of truth you don't have to like you said before you know earlier you don't have to give them scripture you don't have to give them the address you give them the life of it yeah well that and, that Thing is if you bring the spirit of and you live and bring the spirit of the scripture to them sorry that's all right you're still there <laughs> yeah 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 just had a call coming in from somewhere oh oh okay yeah, so I mean, you, if you give them, if you give them the the life of it, you give them the spirit of it. You know, is that that's what they're drawn to? They they right. begin to experience it. But when you begin to lay down the letter, you know, it's like they don't get the letter. They, you know, they don't. It's just like okay, here's another you know freak uh, kind of thing. Is this right. like? 
But when you're living that and you, sh- and you, and the thing about it is, is that when, you know, it's easy for us to speak out of our knowledge, but to speak, to, right. to live it out, which means you've consumed the scripture, you know, you've consumed right. the word that you've, you are now the word in the flesh. You're the word right. incarnate, you yeah. know, so you're living out the word now in your life, in your words. Um, yeah, a living epistle. Sorry, a living epistle. Yes, you've made it part of you, you know, and it's now not just talk because there's too much in the church. There's been too much talk and not enough um, life, you know. Right, right. I, I was thinking about why we gravitate, you know, like the very first thing we started talking about. And yeah. and it, it because it's so much easier to have a meeting than it is to have a relationship. Yes, exactly. It takes no, it so is. much more time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and once a once a guy gets busy with the meetings and busy with the organization, he doesn't have time for relationships anymore. Ah, well, that's that's the problem. You know, that is exactly, and that's where people sort of fall off the bandwagon. You know, um, right. You know, and and then we blame them for being rebellious and not being involved and for being. Um, you know, uh, whatever, offended, you know, people shouldn't get offended. No, they shouldn't. But the thing is, if, you know, woe to him that actually uh, <laughs> through the offense. through whom the offense comes, yeah. says woe to him through whom the offense comes. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and and the, the problem is, is that, you know, you create this offense in in young young believers who have not had the opportunity to be established in right in. Or, or to mature in the place that their relationship with the king goes beyond you. You know, um, right. they still, you know, they still need, the, they see you as a, a mom and a dad. Unfortunately, the mom and the dad are children themselves. So now, you know, it's right. like a child, a child's relationship is only as good as it is for the moment. You know, it's just like. Well, one to the land when the king is a child. Yes, exactly. Exactly right. So yeah, in fact, I I did I posted that as the thought the thought for the leadership yeah, thought for the day. Yeah, <laughs> I stole it. I stole it from you. <laughs> no, I didn't steal it. I just I just thought about it, but I I remembered that you did post that this week some point yeah. in time. Yeah, no, I I it was today's thought. Um, it was. Today. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so I, I guess just, I already read it this morning. Yeah, you must have read it. You must have read it. Um, I'm just yeah, like so much stuff has happened, or did I post it, or maybe it's coming? I don't know. No, you posted but, it. I saw it on I? there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny I can't find it now. Um, I was just because I used the diff- the amplified, I think, translation for it, so I thought it was quite interesting. Um, yeah, you said it louder. I said it louder. That's right. I was. It was amplified. Yeah, and that's um, uh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Here we go. I should have refreshed my page. Woe to you, O land, when your king is a child and when your incompetent officials and princes feast in the morning. And it's uh, and another translation says the TLB, uh, woe to the land whose king is a child and whose leaders are already drunk in the morning. Happy the wow. land whose king is a nobleman and whose leaders work hard before they feast and drink and then only to strengthen themselves for the tasks ahead. You know, wow. it's it's selfless at that point in time, but you know, a child is is about themselves, you know. And right. unfortunately, we got too many children, like you say. They, you know, they 
people are looking to them and um uh, and I mean, again, just like week after week, I have people talking to me about that. It's just like, you know, why why do they treat me like this? Why do they reject right. me? You know, I mean, one leader sat down with one guy and said, you've got to choose. I mean, he challenged them. You've got to choose between Sean or me. And it's, it's oh, like, yeah, I've heard that. I mean, not not you, but I mean, yeah. I've heard about me, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a what? I said, I'm not offering anything except. To, to to give you the kingdom of God, you know? And and it's like, I'm not asking for loyalty. It's not me. I'm just, you know, I'm just here offering your relationship. And he said, no, I know that. He said, I couldn't believe that he was asking that. He said, that was right there. He said, I decided, you know, when, when a person is that insecure that they've got to demand loyalty, um, then he said, I, you know, I don't want to be with that. That's, you know, I walk away from that. And again, it's one of those relationships where I get to spend time. You know, they call me and Michelle and we, we have a meal together and spend time together and talk things through. And it just, you know, I'm, I'm not offering a meeting. That's the thing. I'm not trying to build a, a organization or an institution, you know. So, remember, remember when you were a young man and you were in the ministry uh, with that um, in that other place in a in a place yeah. <laughs> a certain place in a certain time uh, when you were a younger younger man what was your major not complaint but the thing that that kind of drove you in a different direction from the ministry of we've seen it it was uh, well, from what you've told me was the guy started not having any time for you personally he would tell you certain things and then it got to a point where you really didn't have a relationship with him anymore. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the thing is like, yeah. So suddenly you get, you, you get um, cut out of the thing because they're too busy building the ministry, you know? Right. Right. And that's, that's anybody, I don't care who you are. You can think that you're doing the purpose of God and think you're doing what God called you to do. But frankly, he never called anybody to build the church well he that's called to build temples uh, to, to help him build the temple whose yeah. temple you are is so it has nothing to do with building the church even though christ said i will build my church once we start building a church it becomes ours just by default because yeah. we're building it and he never called anybody to build the church and and it's, I know that's a hard saying, but stop doing it. Stop it, people. <laughs> stop, stop it, Steve. Stop it. You know, yeah. go back to what we know, to who we know, and how he operated. He said, Come follow me. And that was it, plain and simple. I mean, and the disciples came along. If they didn't, it was no big deal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Then like into the yeah yeah no and that's so, that's that's exactly right that's exactly right but the thing is you see we we've we in this whole mentality this paradigm of we've got to build and we've got to build bigger better you know it's just like right. um you know we we've got to do it we've got to leave some kind of legacy we have to you know and i'm we say that our motive is to win souls and stuff, but 
I wonder deep down if it, if we unlayer it really, if we get down to, you know, I kind of like to sit sometimes with with leaders when they when they give me something when I'm coaching them and they give me something, I, I ask them why, and then they give me a reason and I say why, <laughs> and so we 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 begin to unfold down the layers until we get to the real reason why or why is this important to you and and uh, you know we 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 kind of got to ask ourselves you know why are we here why do we have the right to exist as a as a as a ministry as a church as a as a leader why what is our what is the justification for us being a leader and right. you, you know you've got to unlayer those questions and say to yourself why do I want to build a big ministry? Why? Um, yeah. To be more influential? Yeah, but what are you sacrificing for that? You know, what is, are you a CEO? Are you a president of the United States? Are you a chairman of a company? What, what do you want? You know, and I know that was, that was kind of my thing is like, um, I know when I've got a big ministry, then I will be acknowledged because I'm more significant then and, you know, I've got a louder voice and, and, you know, people will listen to me then and, and I'll, you know, yeah, then I'll walk into a meeting and people will say, wow, you know, you are a pastor of a big church because yep, little church pastors, <laughs> you know, again, and again, you, you can see that that's the whole environment, the mentality, the attitude that we work in, because, you know, I remember when I was a little pastor, you know, just a little church pastor and I had a beat up old little car. And I used to pull in, you know, I used to go park around the corner because all the cars were fancy <laughs> cars. You know? So I used to park and make Michelle walk in her high heels around the block, you know, because I didn't want them to see my little beat up old car, you know. And, and, uh, and I, you know, I've sat in the, like the fraternal meetings or the pastor's meetings and, 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 you know, you can just feel this pressure coming as like, we have miracles and we've got to have more miracles and we've got to have more growth. And, and, you know, and you're sitting there and you go, you know, I'm faithful with 20 people every Sunday, you know, it's just like, right. uh, and is that okay? Yeah, it's okay. But the thing is, do, am I working for my, for my career? Am I working for a paid position? Do I want more money? You know, do, you know, do I want more recognition, more approval, more, more, um, you know, I don't know, more like, what is the motivation? Yeah. Yes. The bottom line is what is the intention? And we, we can say, um, yes, you know, it's like my, my noble intention is to build a, a church, but Really, um, it's like I said in the, the one article is that we, we, you know, Jesus said, many will say to me in that day, did we not prophesy in your name, cast right. out devil, do many works? And he, and he said, depart from me, you lawless ones, or you workers of lawlessness. And it's like, because you're not, he, he, and preceding that, he was saying, is that, you know, you've got to be doing the will of your father. Um, and, and, um, if we don't get the will and the way, we it doesn't matter what work we do. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, there's a lot of times, too, that you fulfill you. And this is stripping back everything. I must fulfill my destiny, my calling, my mission, what God's called me to do. Yes. Now, who am I? Am I? It it's all falls back on me at that point. And in my something about me it, it has to do f with fulfilling me 
And I guess that's where if you have a relationship with Christ, everything's done out of that relationship. And then you end up influencing people for him, not because you're trying to fulfill your calling. Yes, exactly. And that, I guess, to be honest with yourself in that and find out if you're doing it just because this is my destiny or this is my calling or this is what I feel like I've been told to do. No, it's not. You are not just a servant. Yeah. It says, I, I don't call you anymore a servant, but I call you a friend. Yeah. For everything. I don't care what you do. I mean, yeah, go do the will of the Father, but you, you're going to hear the word at my mouth and then go speak to them of me. It's not, yeah. it's not just run out because now I've said something. It's, yeah. it's, uh, you know, why are you fulfilling this stuff? Why are you going? And people will know the difference. Well, that's it. They will know true authenticity or whether it's false. Somewhere along the line, people get wise up to. Right. Somewhere about. along the line. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere along the line. They, you know, people are not stupid. You can, con you can deceive some of the people some of the time, but not all the people all the time, you know, just like, so somewhere along the line, the whole. Write that down. <laughs> it, it, you know, <laughs> pops out like who, who you really are, you know. That's and, true. And, uh, and it, it gets revealed. And, you know, I've, it's like you, Steve. We've seen this over and over again. You know, it's like there was this guy, um, a, a minister. He he would stand in the back and, and um, wait for the worship to finish. He wouldn't be in the service when, you know, in the meeting while the worship was going on. And then when the worship finished, they would give him his cue and he would then strut out onto the stage and then begin to you know, eloquent. I mean, he was a professional speaker. He, and, and good, I mean, plant world, he sent people all over the world and, you know, just really, uh, you know, just a gifted organizational speaker, you know, just really good. And, but uh, they, they discovered that the guy was actually sleeping with young students and sent, then he would send them off to these various churches all over the world and uh so you know he's he's he he was untouchable there but not authentic at all so you know his character was exposed and um just recently we had a big um, church pastor same thing um you know just like celebrity level i mean and he was making an impact in in people's lives at a very at a very high level but the thing is he was untouchable inauthentic and ended up he's you know he was having an affair well we don't know how many but you know he was right. having an affair and uh, so this inauthenticity this this lack of transparency this lack of realness comes out and i think that's what we got to be careful of in america is that this whole thing of being this untouchable chairman of an organization of this professional, right. you know, we, we, we want to be kind of like, I don't want to mention names, but you know, we want to be like certain, you know, TV kind of um, preachers who are, you know, exceptionally, I mean, I just listened to this one guy I've heard and I've listened to a few times, great, great messages. Cause he's a, he's an eloquent speaker. And I mean, he's just, 
his ability to bring out words is just like amazing, you know, he's just like so eloquent and, uh, um, you know, and it's huge. It's like a hundred thousand people in a meeting and, and, uh, but everybody strives to be like that. You know, even in my friends in Africa, uh, you know, they, they, I went to a grass church and it's like 20 people sitting on, on the mud floor. And here's the two pastors in suits sitting on, velvet covered chairs um trying to be, <laughs> yeah you know the the american style you know and going where is the authenticity we we've got to get off this pla this pedestal where there's no relationship and and you know first in the church and then in the world is like what are we offering people when it comes to relationship it doesn't mean i'm perfect it doesn't mean you know it, it just means that I'm real. I, you know, I, yeah, I struggle with stuff. Yeah, I have challenges, but you know, I'm, I'm committed enough in my love for the Lord to to actually have a relationship and share, break bread with you on what I know. You know what I've right. got, what I've experienced. Let, let me share that with you. You know, and let's journey this thing together. Um, and that's kind of where I think. well, and the and the other tack to that, or the other side of that tree is too. Uh, it says a man of understanding, um, a counsel is bound up in the heart of man, but a man of understanding will draw it from him. Yeah. And a lot of times we will sit and try to tell everybody what we know, but a man of understanding will realize that that person sitting in front of them is a deep well that God has already put things into and you begin to draw it out of them. And as they do, as it's drawn out, it makes sense to them because it's it's theirs. It, it belongs to them. It's their revelation. It's their understanding. And yeah, you may guide them in certain directions in that and in, in what you're drawing out. But to realize that all of a sudden they realize that God has spoken that to them. Yeah. And how many times do we actually do that as opposed to just telling everybody everything we know? Well, that's it. You see, that's the thing is we teach what we know, but we impart who we are. Ah, yes. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yes. Uh, and, and how do you impart who you are unless you are present? Right. And, and many, many leaders are not present. Right. They're running, they're running a show. They're running a business or they're running an institutionalized business. And right. you've got to conform. You've got to come come with me they're saying come with us but it's actually come with me and build my thing you know it's just yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm building my thing i'm building my ministry building my vision yeah it's interesting you know i was thinking about this yesterday it's like if you go to book of acts nowhere do you see paul ever telling the church to have a vision never <laughs> that's true you know individuals now there i can i can understand because you're growing into maturity for right. you to supply what you have so you bring right. your gifting, you bring your ability, you bring your maturity, you bring your journey to bone to bone, you know, what every joint supplies, you know. So, so you know, that's, I can understand, the and that should be the communities building up each person to supply. But right. what we do is like one guy creates a vision and says, hey, you come and join me. And if you come with your own thing here, um, sorry, that's division. We'll right. punish 
you know, out you go. It's like, so um, there's never any personal development of anybody uh, in the sense of right. within their own maturity, within their own gifting, within their own sonship. Now we berate them and we, you know, because it's not growing fast enough, we make them work harder. We skim the, we skim the best off the top. We put them in charge of programs and, and uh, you know, divisions and departments and whatever else. And, and uh, to oversee the other church that I've planted that where I've got my closed circuit television showing right. where I'm preaching, he never has a chance to develop anything in his life. You know, he's just no. got to match what I give him. And, and th this stuff just doesn't produce disciples. It doesn't produce right. maturity in the pulpit. You know, it just, and, and I don't even know if the pulpit is like a thing we should, you know, but right. anyway, it's just like, we don't develop maturity. So we don't have right. moms and dads. We don't, we don't have a, a generational family growing within the church. We just have these professional models with no relationship. Uh, just producing, 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 work harder. I mean, you know, somebody called, said to me this week, they work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in the ministry. Wow. And now, you know, an element of that is great because it's community and stuff, but they don't have time for relationship. They don't have time for anything. So he's struggling with something. And and the, none of the leaders have time to actually come, and and love him, work him through, journey with him, um, pray with him, you know, just support him in this journey. Um, I heard about a minister that had uh, burnout, and and you know everybody was criticizing. I said, so you're all sons in the faith, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, why aren't you flying each of you once a month? somebody down there and spending time not talking ministry not talking faith not talking anything just going for a walk on the beach playing golf with him whatever being a friend to him no because politically we first focused on what our thing is we don't like what he's doing so we punish him and i just like right. this doesn't work this is not right this is not kingdom at all ezekiel 43 um talks to what we're talking about here it says that um and he said unto me, Son of man, the place of my throne and the place of the soles of my feet, where I will dwell in the midst of the children of Israel forever in my holy name, shall the house of Israel no more defile, nor they, nor their kings, by their whoredom, nor by the carcasses of their kings in their high places, in their setting of their threshold by my thresholds, and their posts by my posts, and the wall between me and them, they have even defiled my holy name through their abominations, which they've committed. And it says, basically, it goes on to say them, let them put away their whoredom and the carcasses, their kings from me, and then I'll dwell in the midst of them forever. So thou, son of man, show the house of the house of Israel. And if they be ashamed of their iniquities, then show them the patterns thereof and the forms thereof. Anyway, one indicator that you can see in your life this is just like a thermometer or barometer or anything else. It's, it's, a, it's an indicator. It's a gauge. It's, it's. Am I moving from being an Abram to an Abraham? Or am I moving from being an Abraham to Abram? Now, of course, Abram was 
Abraham's name before God says, this is, this is really who you are. This yeah. is the transition of this, is the journey I'm taking you on. And this is what I want you to be. Yes. So, but Abram, Abram means an aloof, lofty father. Yeah. Unapproachable. Abraham means literally a near father of many. Yeah. So just that heart attitude, just that adjustment where the, the higher I become or the bigger my ministry, the more aloof and lofty I become and unapproachable. Yeah. That's going from Abraham, which was the promise back to the flesh of it, which was Abram. Yeah. But he wants us to go from Abram or somebody who was aloof, somebody who was separating themselves, somebody who was apart, somebody who was afraid of being discovered, somebody who kept themselves isolated to somebody who was now vulnerable, somebody who is now a near approachable father of many. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's a good gauge or an indicator to put on where we are right now. Am I now an Abraham? And becoming more that, or am I becoming more Abram, which begins yeah. to insulate and isolate myself to where now I become separate? Yeah, no, exactly. And I'm not talking about just with those little core people around me. I'm talking about, you know, everybody. Yeah, no, exactly. Am I known and read of all men? Am yeah. I a living epistle known and read of all men? Not just those few that are around me, but all men. Yeah. yeah. And that's what Paul says. He says, I, you know, I'm known and yet unknown. And, right. You know, we have this idea and I've heard it preached. You know, Paul was this like, you know, uh, conference kind of speaker. You know, he, he could just move crowds. Well, it wasn't like that. He, he worked a tent and would connect with people and he developed the relationship because the word known there is the word epignosco. And the word is an intensive relationship, an intensive knowing and or intimacy and right. then uh, it's um live it with your wives in a in a understanding way same word um that understanding way it's just like it's a it's an intense knowing you know or i think it's it's either epi or kata i can't remember anyway but um uh then and then he says but yet unknown and the word is there uh, obscure so he he wasn't the, he didn't have this popularity of like hordes of crowds and stuff. He, he met in a home. That's where a guy fell out the window, you know, fell asleep. He was, <laughs> he was, he was talking to friends. He was talking to right. people that knew him, that loved him. And, and he, and he was, he, he, he was leaving the next day. And so he spent the night talking to them all night, just sharing from his heart, you know, and, and, and like one guy wasn't very intensive in the thing, fell asleep and fell out the window. But, um, he got raised up from the dead. But I, I think the, the thing is, is that we so focused on the how big, better building we can do, the, right. the, the less we, the less, the, the more, yeah, the more celebrity, the more high father, we lofty, exalted one we become, you know, and suddenly right. at some point is like, Nobody can speak into my life. Nobody, can, you know, I cannot relate to anybody. I'm out right. of touch. So now I've got to find, I've got to be the professional speaker. So I thought about it the other day and I thought, oh my gosh, I did this. You know, it's like we're trying to find a 
a topic that draws people that is like more impactful, you know, it's just like, and, and the, the eloquence of it and whatever else. Oh, we've tried to do that even in this. What's that? Sometimes we thought, well, what do we want to speak about? You know, uh, yeah. Friday, yeah. what do we want to, I mean, yeah. this was back, you know, several months ago and, or probably back in the beginning, but you know, we were, we were on our journey out into this, out into yeah. going, okay, let's be real here. Let's talk about what's really affecting us and how it affects everything around us, as opposed yeah. to trying to figure out what to speak about. That's going to impact people. No, this is a conversation between, you know, Sean and Steve, let's, let's, what, what is this conversation and let's let somebody else get involved in it or, or yeah, be a exactly. part of it. But, yeah. uh, you know, this I mean, is that's, honestly that's us. Yeah, I mean that's that's it. We're just making what you and I. I mean, we spoke like this yesterday for an hour and a half. <laughs> right. So, so this is you know this is this is the, the thing is like yeah, but you can get so minded like okay, you know what are we going to talk about? Because we're thinking now not about what comes out of the life that comes out of our relationship, but we're thinking about how can how can we impact people with our knowledge? Yeah, turn this into a ministry. Yes, so we, we got to turn it into a nice topic, you know, with a nice subject right. line um, so that people will, oh, yes, that's the one I want to listen to, you know. So, I mean, whether nobody, anybody listens or not, the point of the matter is that doesn't matter. We're just making what who we are available because this is yeah. what we do, uh, you know. And If you um, and I can change by this, that's that's important because it's – it's how this relationship change each is one each one of us. It's how yeah. these each individual bone gives that marrow and life to the other one, and that joint then is renewed. the The connection between us is strengthened, and the and because of that joint, it becomes a living, vital part of the whole body. Yes. But it's not because I'm a bone and I supply something to the body. That doesn't. It says by that which every joint supply it it's the two of us coming together yeah getting this life getting right. this mural getting right. this and then knitted and compacted by that which every joint supplies. then having nourishment it says ministrous yeah exactly but you exactly. can't do that unless you have unless you have the bones coming together in an intimate type like you're saying a relationship where you can share things and you can give life to one another then it gives nourishment to that, and then because of that, it ministers. But otherwise, it 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 really has nothing to minister except knowledge. It doesn't yeah. minister life anymore. Exactly. Yeah, and you know that's the thing is you know I've I, I'm so beyond that you know, and I want to stay beyond that. I want to stay to to what is in the relationship, and that's what I'm getting is like, hey, if I sit with somebody and we don't talk spirituals but we can be spiritual you know it's like we don't have to talk bible we can just be talking right you and me. how are you you know what's happening in your life what do you, what are your challenges what's you know but it was like when when my kids were growing up you know i used to take i think i mentioned this to you before but i used to take them on dates you know just take them for a milkshake and just sit at mug and bean and um, sit there, you know, and sometimes we would talk and sometimes we wouldn't, you know, or we, we'd buy a packet of hot, um, hot uh, chips, you know, like fries in America. Right, right. 
and we could sit at the beach and eat fries together, you know, and, and um, it's just, you know, would we, did we talk serious stuff every time? No, but the time came when they needed to talk. They knew I was available. And that was the difference. The difference was in the relationship. And, you know, I didn't get it all right, but there were some things that we got right, you know, some things that I just made. The, and, and still today, we can talk about stuff. Still today, you know, my sons can can come to me and they discuss things with me about what they right. decide on, you know, struggles they're having, whatever the story is, is because we can talk, not because yeah. I'm a perfect person, you know, or I've done it always right with them, but it's just because they know that I'm present. I'm, I'm available to talk right. and I'll share what I, what I know. And it, it's not always out of my perfection. It's, it's right. just out of my maturity. Uh, that's the difference. You know, yeah. we think is we have this idea, you know, I had a pastor and he used to stand up and he's go, I heard from God and, you know, and, uh, and, and who's going to dispute that? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it was like he, he had his, uh, he had rented a little office and it was soundproofed for him and he could pray and worship all day in there. You know, that's what he would do and, and practice his sermon, you know, and, um, his mess, Sunday messages. And, and it's just like, so he, you know, he locked himself away in that place and heard from God. And, and I just thought, you know, it's just, I, I had this idea. He was perfect. So we go to, we, Michelle and I, we start our first church. We, we go plant the church and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I find, find me a little room in the back shed somewhere. And I go, all right, that's it. You know, I, I've got to work during the day, but Saturdays, she goes, can't we go to the beach and, you know, or go to town? Like, no, no, I've got to hear from God. You know, it's just like, and, uh, and uh, oh my gosh, you know, really? Um, and I had five people in the church, you know, but, yeah. you know, I am the lofty, exalted pastor, you know, because right. I was yeah, wearing. Got to hear from God, bless God. Yes. I mean, it's one business guy. He wasn't even saved. He came to me and said, Sean, can I give you some advice? I said, no, what? He goes, go on the street, play cricket with the kids, you know? And he said, um, you know, go and drink coffee with the neighbors. We go, what? With the heathen? No chance. They must come to my meeting. That was my mentality. And then right. I found out that the pastor was having arguments with his wife because um, I met the people that lived next door to him. <laughs> right. And they, they would have arguments and shout and scream about TV and, and whatever else. And, yeah, obviously, they were stressful and but it was so focused on growing this big ministry, it was very stressful, put a lot of pressure on it, and we didn't know what the reality was. You know, I, right. as a young minister, I had, so I put pressure on my marriage because I wanted to be like that, you know, be in the pulpit. I also wanted 2,000 people in my church because then I could also be more, influential and travel and speak and sell tapes, more tapes and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, right. uh, this is ridiculous, honestly. Uh, <laughs> One thing now is, is, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Now, now I was going to say, you know, now it's just like when, when I was thinking about this, like the 99, you know, the 99 sheep, um, one gets lost 
And right. the shepherd goes and finds, and he rejoices more over the one than over the 99. Now, as a pastor, I struggled with that because there was a lot of ones, you know, just like. Yeah. Yeah. But you want to keep the 99 happy because they're paying the bills, you know, and and not the one. And uh, yeah. the one hadn't given me nothing. He's in fact, he's running off. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's like abusing the system, you know. But what he wanted was relationship. <laughs> what he right. wanted was just nothing but to sit down, not preach, not come to meetings, nothing, you know, just to to. And, you know, afterwards, and I thought and when I became the one, then I realized how important the one is. Right. You know, it's like, and I think a lot of people don't, you know, a lot of leaders don't understand and ministers and Christians for that matter, you know, it's like until you become the one, you don't realize how important the one is, you know, it's just right. like then when you become the one, then the one is important, <laughs> not the 99. Yeah. You know? So not the crowd at that point in time. And, and Peter was the one. You know, Peter was was the one, and Jesus reached out to Peter. You know, um, over a breakfast table. So, um, yeah, one we thing that got me really bad, uh, and and I guess, I guess this was kind of a turning point for me, is that I remember sitting the whole family down. This is back when the kids were, uh, they were probably in high school at that point, um, <clears throat> or the oldest one was in high school, and. Um, I said, do you guys know that I love you or do you feel that I love you? Mm. And I asked each one of them individually to answer that. And right down to the very last one, including my wife, they said, we know you do, but we don't feel it. Huh. And wow. that that tore me up. I, I didn't probably make it look like it on the outside. But when I was done with that meeting, I was done inside. I mean, I was, I, it undid me bad. And uh, I, I realized that I was an aloof or lofty father and I was becoming unapproachable. And the relationship wasn't there. They didn't feel the love. They didn't feel related. They didn't feel that relational uh warmth and that that hug that you know how an italian have, have you ever been around italians much <laughs> they whenever they see you hey steve you know and and you get hugged from across the block you know i mean they, don't, they start hugging you before they even get close and you can feel it and it's just it's one of those type of things do i do they feel that love do the people around feel it? Do they feel the impact of that love? Or do they just know because of common sense that I probably do? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just experiencing it. But, you know, in, in our naivety of our youth, we're stupid, you know, honestly. Right. It's like, I, I said to Michelle this morning, you know, at 61 years old, even, I mean, I, like I criticized my dad, you know, when I was younger, it's like, you know, gosh, he, he's never around and he doesn't do this and, you know, and whatever else. And, and, uh, but when, now that I'm older, I, I look back at my dad and I think, oh my gosh, you know, he's actually, he, he, he had stuff going on, you know, there was stuff right. I didn't understand, you know, now I understand it. I never understood why he was never present, you know, why he wasn't around when, when, you know, why he was always visiting other, other people, you know, but he, 
he was looking for a dad. Uh, he, right. was looking, he was looking for uh, he was looking for approval and 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 acceptance, you know, um, yeah. because he, he didn't have a dad. And I didn't realize that at that point in time, he was insecure, you know. Right. And uh, and so you know, it's only when you get older you think about that and you look back and go, oh my gosh, you know, it's just like yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's kind of the same thing as like, you're stupid when as, as, as ministers, we, we, or leaders or whatever, we kind of, we're more focused on building our buildings and getting it right and whatever else. And, and, uh, instead of, um, yeah. And we know, separate from the relationships and are more, more yeah. goal or, um, object oriented. Yes. Yeah, and that was like that. So that was a big lesson for me. Is like, you right. know, is Jesus God established and affirmed the relationship. That's the word affirmation. Jesus, right. God affirmed the relationship with Jesus before he had done anything. So yeah. at his baptism, he says, "This is my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased." Right. And it's you know it's interesting he had not done one miracle no you know not done any works had no disciples had not preached done nothing but he right. was beloved of the father and uh, and pleased the father because right. of his sonship right. because of who he was you know right yeah and we kind of we, you know we've lost touch with that a little bit in the church it's like yeah do people you know, why? with our relationship do they feel the love that yeah. that un um i don't have to do anything to deserve it i just have that love right and do they feel that from from me you know that that love of the father do they do they really know that yes uh, you know to taste and see that the lord is good it's to good. yeah yeah uh yeah that the goodness of God leads a man to repentance, not, not sitting there telling them about everything that they're all their shortcomings. They already know their shortcomings and flaws. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. They do. And the, and the thing is, unfortunately we carry that kind of pressure over into our families as well, you know? Right. Yeah. With, with That's our children. True. So people don't feel it uh, because we are, busy building you know building a building or building a ministry or whatever the story is or and, building a group or building yeah yeah and i and i've shared this before is like excuse me my turning point for me was in luke where uh, you see this it says an innumerable company came to jesus multitudes are just innumerable they couldn't count them there were so many people and it says that jesus turned to his disciples and said and just in that one little scripture changed my whole life just turned everything around and it was at that point in time you know i'd written manuals on cell groups and cell <laughs> leaders and stuff. i'd written my own manuals and printed them i had piles of the stuff and i was dragging people off to trainings and whatever else and uh and i just i threw it all in a fire and burnt it all you know i i burnt made a big fire in the back garden burnt all the stuff and um and, and saying my manual my <laughs> yeah i'm burning my manual and uh <laughs> and just invited the guys to come and sit around a fire and talk you know and, <laughs> and that's good i hadn't i hadn't 
had a complete transformation in that mindset, but just that right. one scripture began the journey for me, you know, and that right. was like back in 1999 or something like that. Wow. Somewhere. Yeah, 98, somewhere around there. So that began the journey for me. But, you know, again, the gravity of the way things are done, that's, you know, we coming come right back around again to where we started is like, uh, you know, is that we so the, the gravity pull of the default setting of how things are done yeah. is so hard to break away that we keep coming yeah. back to it. You know, it's just like, and I mean, you and I have spoken about this, like, okay, if we want to show, show, you know, people what family is about, et cetera, you know, do we start a meeting? And, and it's like, <laughs> where do we start? We, all we can right. think about is getting a building, you know, getting a mic and, and, um, and uh, starting, starting with <laughs> with a meeting you know some praise and worship you got to have a guitar or a piano or something oh that's you know? right you got to have drums and a piano you can't a have a guitar because the scripture says to fret not but fret. you can have a piano <laughs> yeah, yeah but you can have the keys to the kingdom that's right you can have the keys and the strings <laughs> just no frets just don't fret <laughs> yeah uh well so yeah, so that's it's an interesting discussion. So um, you know, I mean, it's it provokes me every time we talk about it. Is I, I realize how how passionate I really am about the transformation, and and especially when I see young people struggling with it, when I see young people going through stuff because you know because. Um, the church is so focused on building yeah. their program. They're crying out for relationship. They are. They, that, that's what they want. You know, it's like they go, where's the mentors? Where where are those, you know, where, where are those that are going to journey with us, going to give us time? And that's right. the big thing is like, where are people that are going to give us time? And and that's right. why you know, sometimes at the sacrifice of my of things that I want to do in the group and, and, uh, you know, podcasts and stuff like that is like, that's my thing. You know, I love doing that stuff, but sometimes I've got to <laughs> sacrifice that for, for the relationship, you know, yeah. it's like no greater that... love hath any man than this, than he'd lay down his life, his exactly. mind, will and emotions, his desires, ambitions, goals, yeah. just for his friend. So his friend yeah. can live. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and that's, that, that's just something that I've learned to do is like, okay, so if somebody calls me and they need to spend time with me, then I make myself, I do my best that to make myself available, you know? Right. So, um, we, we, um, we kind of, and I, by no means have I got it all right. And I mean, you know, you and I both, we, we're not sitting trying to talk about, but th that's the difference between being perfect in the sense right. of the world's mindset of meeting standards and expectations and right. being mature, you know, perfect. The, when, when Jesus says, be perfect as your father in heaven is perfect. He's talking about being fully grown and fully developed like your father. Right. And so, you know, um, and he was talking to his disciples about that. And so, you know, he's like, yeah, I think it's, we've got to understand the difference between somebody coming with this, perfect gift or the perfect oration or the the perfect message or the perfect presentation and and, and somebody that just comes with a mature approach you know just saying, right yeah i've made the mistakes i've been through life i've journeyed this thing and as a as a mom and a dad or as a dad i'm coming to yeah. you to 
to represent my heavenly father, not as a perfect example, but as a mature example, as somebody right. that, that can bring the heart of the father to you. And I think that's important. You know, right. we must never lose focus on that, you know? Yeah. And what we do in talking about this stuff, at least I know what it does to me, is it provokes one another. Yes, exactly. Toward that goal or toward yeah. that. It reminds us once again of the the how, the yes. the why, the the yes. actual the actual grassroots of what we're in this for or what we're here for on earth. And yes. it brings back to the very the very center of it as opposed to bouncing around the outside of it and trying to build all this stuff all the time and that's what it does to me is it provokes it provokes me once again unto quote good works but it's the actual good work of god it's not it's not just good works out there i'm talking about the the actual essence of what it is that we're to be doing in life yeah and so because it refocuses, it refocuses me every time we talk about this stuff, even though it seems like we rehash the same thing sometimes, but it's almost like we see it from now, two weeks later or a week later, or after the Lord's been working on us in that area again. And now he brings out different aspects of it to where now we're seeing a multifaceted side of it, as opposed to just this one little sparkle. Yeah, yeah, just a one-dimensional. Right. We get into that fourth-dimensional level, you know. Right. But <laughs> and this is where now, once again, we're we're beginning to do that again. At least I am, and I know you are. As far as we're doing that, just like Michelle told you, you are doing that. Yeah. It's yeah. just we keep defaulting back to well, I'm not really doing. Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah. It's just not the way that you used to think it was supposed to be. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And because you're looking for significance, you see. Right. Right. You know, Um, and, you know, it's like uh, somebody said, you know, everybody desires significance. It's just how do you get it? Mm, Yeah. You know, that's that's what makes the difference. A guy that pulls out a gun at your head and and, uh, takes your wallet, you know, he's got significance. (laughs) You've got to pay attention to him, you know, so because he's got a gun in his hand. But that's that's not the way to get significance, obviously, you know? So, uh, um, yeah, it's just, we, we, we've got to break out of that mentality of this is how I'm going to be significant. This is how I'm influential. This is how it's done. And of course, you know, the problem is, is that in our mindset, we fight the change. We fight the change. We want to defend the way we do it, you know, it's just like, and that's what I find. We don't want security. Yeah, they they don't. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I don't want change. Um, you know, right. one said to me, "You're not going to change the culture here." I said, "Well, um, you asked for change. Now you don't want it." You know, it's just like right. I don't understand that. You know, so. Um, uh, but you know that scripture you talked about earlier is is Paul was saying something, but the thing that stood out to me was obscurity. Is because that is what follows all that. You, you're not striving for notoriety. You're basically striving for obscurity. If I can lift you up, if yeah. I can find out who you are and what you're supposed to be and help you get there, I yes. don't have part of that. My name isn't even on your cornerstone as a right. builder. Right. And that's so I, I don't 
it's not me that's important anymore. Just like in all of Ephesians there, when it's talking about what the apostle prophet advantage, it's, it's to bring you under the fullness and stature of Christ. To bring you into maturity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It has nothing to do with me. I I'm just a tool in the shed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so at that point, it's the master builder. It's God that gets the increase. It's God that gets the glory. It's God that gets everything else. It's your father. It's because you're his workmanship, not not ours. That's right. And there's so, only there's only one name that gets put yeah. on everything. It's yes. the king. It's the king's name because right. his seal has to be on everything. If you know, if you coming. In any other name other than the king's name, it's not of the kingdom. <laughs> right, right. So, so we, you know, a, a king is very, very uh, ambassadors within a kingdom. Um, they they do not go in their own name. You know, it's right. like um, you, you just don't even know their name because they are referring you back to. It's not a democracy. It's not a republic. It's a kingdom. Right. And so there's the only one that name. Impresses- it's the thing that impresses me about wine or a new wine. You can never tell which grape that wine came out of. Right, right. Yeah, because, they can tell you the vineyard, but you can't. You don't know the, the, the which grape or which bunch of grapes. <laughs> right, right. So we should be the same way. Why would one grape want the notoriety for the taste of the wine? Yes, exactly. Yeah, God, that, I'm just that that scripture now is that varieties or many different gifts charismas it's the same spirit and there are uh, many administrations yes, yes. ministries but it's the same lord and there are yes. many outworkings but it's the same god who works all things in all that's in right always you know and so yeah. that's the thing is god is the one by the spirit of god brings it all together and your gifting and your ministry your administration and the outcomes that you have is different to mine. But when we come together, we're all bringing the same spirit, the same Lord, and the same Father, you know? Right. Do you realize how long we've been on here? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's good. I mean, we haven't been for a while, so... Um, yeah, we'll get we, everybody... We, we're catching up and ca- <laughs> getting everybody up to speed right now with where we had. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. No, I, <laughs> well, I, we're getting ourselves looked, caught up too because yeah, we get caught up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now I looked at the time and I thought, okay, we. But then I thought, you know what? Uh, again, doesn't matter. Yeah, it's it. We're doing this. This is rich, Steve, and not because we are so great and because we've got so much knowledge. It's just this is the kind of stuff you and I we talk about this often. But if we were sitting around a fire. Um, this is the kind of stuff we talk about if everybody right. was sitting there. You know, we'd be talking like this to them, sharing backwards and forwards and uh, and uh, imparting to. In fact, if you and I were in a church, this is probably what we would do anyway. We'd be standing up and just talking like this to people right. together. Uh, you know, that's my vision. That's not my right. vision. That's, that's, my too. that's my picture. Is that you would have a mic, I may have a mic. And not because it's just you and me, but just because we buddies and that's what we, brothers and that's what we do. You know, it's just like, right. but we, we'd be standing there and we'd be going backwards and forwards and just sharing from our heart. You know, this right. is what it's about, you know, um, and, and with no specific agenda, just letting the spirit of God ignite one thing into another, you know. So, right. 
you know, anyway, it's good. It's rich, and I'm grateful to God for it. Well, so. I, I thank you for giving me a holler again last night and just saying, hey, you want to you wanna hit it again tomorrow morning? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, today today I had nothing on it. I, I, I kind of need to do that. I need to set aside time um, where, where uh, you know, we actually do stay consistent doing what we have to do. But, I, again, I don't – you know, there's an element of management in the thing that needs to be, um, you know, diligence. It counts and prospers. But, um, yeah, so need to do that. So thank well, you. When, when uh, I was thinking about this the other day, as far as the relation, once again, this is relationship. This isn't ministry. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you and I know that, but we even have to remind each other of that in the course of all this. So it's yeah. not a necessity. Yeah. It's something that comes out of, I want to draw life. I want to talk to this person. I, I desire that it's not, I desire to put out another podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's it's not out of a necessity that I have to do this more often. And and it came out of, and just so everybody else out there knows, this came out of something where Sean and I just talked, like he said yesterday, for an hour and a half or whatever it was, or was it the day before? Yeah, um, I don't, I don't remember anymore. <laughs> I don't remember. I think it was the day before. And then yesterday, you you last night you called and said, or didn't call, but just texted. But anyway, whenever it was, but it comes out of that relationship. It doesn't, it's not burst out of an, a need for ministry. It's burst out of a relationship. Yeah, exactly. We've been doing this for 20 years. So right. um, that, that's, you know, we, we say this often, but I think it bears repeating for anybody that's listening for the first time is it's like you and I have been doing this exact thing here that we're doing right now for 20 years, even though, I mean, and that's, I think people don't understand that is like you and I haven't actually been in a room together for 20 years. That's and, true. Um, we, you know, we haven't seen each other face to face, but yet we've been talking for the past 20 years, you know, is just, we'll pick up the phone and call each other and, and talk. So if sometimes I'm on the road and we just talk about stuff and, and, um, you know, it's just like, yeah, we, we just keep pursuing that. And, and, um, in fact, I uh, think last time we were actually physically together, if I'm not mistaken, was that one trip on that river where, um, you had to borrow my tent because your tent they gave you was too small and your feet were sticking out the end Yeah, uh, and borrowed. I think you borrowed, I know you borrowed my my uh kayak because uh, the seat actually fits you better than the than the one that you had and uh if i'm not nope. mistaken i think we had to give you a sleeping bag too because you the sleeping bag they gave you would have only come up to your under your <laughs> yeah, I came up my waist <laughs> <laughs> it's but i like... thought you know that was that was our last real face-to-face -face was uh, on, yeah. on a trip, um, you know, just going down a river and, and sitting and, you know, talking around campfires. So that was yeah, our, yeah. that if I'm not mistaken, I think that was our last real encounter face-to-face. -face. Yeah. That, and that was 99. That was, it was it that long ago? Yeah. That was in 99. No I mean, I, way. I, I saw you, I saw you, um, 
at That's Caddo, cool. I, I think because you, you were working with the with the, um, the little um, oh the little bobcat. Okay, yeah, the bobcat. Was, yes, yeah, the bobcat. that was later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But we You're didn't right. spend time together. We just said hi and chatted briefly. Right. But yeah, that was our last was... face to face. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But... Out of that particular situation. Yeah. At yeah. That... yeah. So that's yeah, true. I, I was. I wasn't sure where I was at that point in time. So just like. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So. So it's been it's been a while, you know. It's actually been more than twenty years then that we've actually been in a room talking through things like this, and I'm right. I'm so looking forward to spending time with you in a room. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. Yeah, I am. I'm even so if, looking. Even if we don't, this is a great creation uh, that we have access to that we can, because we'll we'll do this on on uh, not Skype. Well, we have done Skype before, but you know, like different, different types of platforms. platforms. Where, yeah. We can see each other face to face, even though we don't, yeah. um, you know, I can see how bald you've gotten and I can, you know, you can see how large my cheeks are. And, uh, <laughs> but anyway, all right. Well, thank you very much again. I appreciate as always the time, Sean. Uh, and, yeah, uh, I'm just glad you had a chance because I know you've been really busy with everything, but no, it's, cool. it's just nice. It was good. It's good to catch up again. So looking yeah. forward to looking forward to more stuff in the future. So yeah, yeah, man. Well, we'll talk again. Have a great weekend, and um, uh, you too. And uh, yeah, I'll catch up with you soon. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Bye.